Yo, what is going on, guys? It's Ruben Prime. Happy New Year. It has been a hot minute, and it's been, let's see, we're 16 days into the new year, and, like, shit's already gone crazy. Um, I know all of you have heard about the Capitol riot, and, of course, like, I feel like people should... They should wait until more news come out. But, of course, when you have uh, the mainstream media, when they have it in their interest to just uh, blow things out of proportion and make it either racial or political, and they have, and diverting and shifting the blame from those who are responsible and no matter what we we say hey like what happened is unexcusable and uh we don't you know we're not down with that you know as we say we're not down with that noise and of course you can say that as they say you can appease the mob but it doesn't matter they want more and more and more so we're going to talk about that just my thoughts after waiting a while for a lot of the news to develop because we know there's there's too much of it you know there was so much that was going on and of course as time goes along we find out things we find out more news you know we weigh of course the initial news came out and you wait of course, with, you know, reporting and journalism and, you know, I'm not a journalist, I'm not a news reporter, but this is just my opinions on on the news here. And yeah, but guys, we're going to get into that and, and girls, you know, that's when that's when uh, talking about and, you know, being inclusive gotta include the ladies as well you gotta include the ladies so yeah guys and girls thank you for tuning in it is early in the morning i have not slept at all so that's why i'm here and you know as as they say just go live fuck it you know just go live see what happens see what you know comes out of your mouth and you know if no maybe some magic happens maybe this will be a total flop but uh, new year, as they say, new year, new me, <laughs> still, still me, only a year older. Um, ironically enough, uh, last week, my birthday, last Wednesday was my birthday and we had the riots and as that day came along, you know, with the, with the Trump rally that they had and I knew that something was going to happen. I, I felt it in my gut. I know it wasn't the food I had, uh, the prior night. It was just a gut feeling that I had. And, um, I knew something was wrong. I knew something was, was off about that day. And of course, 
it was going to be shenanigans. And regardless of what side of the fence you are, and you know, for uh, defense sitters, for the people on the left, on the right, we there's a few things. One, what happened that day was inexcusable. And yeah, those people should be, you know, the few hundred or so. <clears throat> excuse me. If, you know, those people that went into the Capitol, they should be, you know, they should be, you know, uh, you know, they they went in there, they, they, it was going wild, and yeah, those people should be dealt with, but of course, we cannot lose our heads. Um, this whole witch hunt and everything that came out afterwards, more censorship. It's insane. It's wild. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about just my thoughts on everything that's been going on. Uh, also, we're going to be chatting about uh, uh, more cancel culture, uh, bath water. And if you know, I bring that up, you know what that means. Uh, Domino's, uh, yeah, Domino's, they are just, these people won't learn. They, they won't freaking learn, man. It's like, again, I, like I was saying at the beginning of this, it's either they make things racial, they make things political, when the majority of the time it has nothing to do with race or gender or, you know, politics, they spin it that way, so that way, no matter what, no matter what it is, it's hot to the touch. You know, it's touchy. It's more of the same bullshit nonsense, virtual signaling. So yeah, we will be talking about that and a few tidbits here. But uh, guys, I'm on Twitter, unfortunately. And unfortunately, with all the censorship that's going on, all the censorship, because all the censorship that's going on is shit, you know. And it's just something that I'm not down. I'm not down. Uh, I don't stand for it. Um, I'm not about that. I'm all for people having free speech, you know. I'm all for people having uh, you know, the right to say what they want and to express themselves. And when you basically, you know, be basically shoving a, a huge middle finger in people's face and telling them, well, not only, not only were your grievances weren't heard, now we're just going to outright silence you. And I know people on the left are like, you know, jumping for joy, doing cartwheels, jumping jacks. I mean, the ones that can because, you know, remember, uh, got all that quarantine weight. So not everyone is as nimble. Not everyone's as, uh, you know, flexible, able to do that proper gymnastics. I mean, I could, like, I guess I could still do a car. I don't know. I don't, I don't freaking know. I, I, I guess I can still, you know, I'm still athletic. I'm still flexible. But it's not about me here. Um, it's just the fact that 
what I saw on Wednesday night, last Wednesday on my birthday. And I, I had a good time. I had family over. We had delicious cake. We had uh, good, you know, uh, Spanish food. Oh, cold in Spanish. Yeah, we had, um, I don't know, it was Colombian food or Peruvian food. I think we, I think it was Peruvian food. Um, had to double check my facts. You know, I don't want to be spreading fake news. But, of course, um, yeah, that that's, you know, that's what happened that day. And, you know, when all that shit went down in the Capitol, when I was, you know, hearing the news and on Twitter, I was like, yeah, I'm going to... I just delete my Twitter, but just uh, delete the app. Uh, Just delete the app from uh, my phones and my tablets. Yes, I have phones, plural. Um, And I did that for a while because it it was just too much, you know, and when all you've seen is just negative headline after headline, and then the fact that you say anything, uh, you know, against the grain, then you will get silence. And I can't support that. Unfortunately, there's way too many people on social media that use social media. So, of course, they're not going to, like, it's going to be there. As they say, you got to start the, the way to affect change and this is my feeling you gotta you gotta basically start people out and you know just start them out just just uh uh hurt them where you know just hit them where it hurts you know with their you know at their wallets you know when you're not supporting something when you're not giving it money then what happens you you stop funding them and they will go away but since you know, big tech has big money behind it, and as well as you, when you have the culture, this is basically a culture war, and it's been a culture war for the last four plus years. So, of, of course, big tech um, is is very left centric. You know, Twitter, Facebook, all these others, Google. Apple, they're all very left-leaning. So, of course, you're going to have, they're going to have that support from the left, which you have big tech, you have government, and these same people that claim that they're, you know, the left I'm talking about, they claim that there are, they're still the underdogs. It's like, how can you claim that, that you're the underdogs when you have, government you have big tech you have of course the financial financial sector um both the house and the senate are democrat majority democrats so of course you cannot say that you're the underdogs you can't say that you guys are basically uh you're still fighting for for justice and equality and when all i'm seeing is just censorship we don't like what what 
that other group is saying, then we'll shut them down. We'll silence them because, of course, you you got the keys. You got the keys to to the castle, so you are able to use your power and abuse it. And this is something that I've been seeing. Just the abuse of power. They you get a little bit of power, and they abuse it. Just like with, uh, just like with um, um, with um. Basically, with middle management, you see middle management, you see someone that has a, a a lower level or a a low level mid mid level uh, managerial job, and of course, they take that to their head, you know, over the head. They will abuse their power, and of course, you see that now. They have a little bit of power, and they. Do not know how to act, and it's insane. And if you say anything against the contrary, well, you are canceled, and it's just, it's just pretty wild. And you know, just my little monologue here, but it's just something that has that just has to come out. Blah, you know, has to come out. But um, yeah, where this is where we're at. This is 2021, like. Feels more like 1984, and that's something that I tweeted about um, reluctantly because, I mean, that that's where it's at, unfortunately. Um, I, I hate most social media nowadays because it's their shell of their former selves. Remember when Twitter used to be a, was a 180 character, you know, you post with 180 characters or less and that's it you able to um share news information and then it just got insane like all the people from tumblr went to to twitter they migrated and it's just like just see and this is true this is absolute fact there is a lot of fake news on social media a lot of it because someone can say something and if it spreads fast enough, you know, it will go viral, regardless if it's true or not. And that's that's true. And even when the story is retracted, it's too late because too many people have seen that first drop of information. Even if it's been proven, hey, like, this is wrong. It gets spread. Things get spread so quickly on social media. So, you know, I'm not a fan of it, unfortunately. I'm, I'm really not. Um, Instagram used to be a site where an app where you used to just post photos of nature and things like that and food. Now it's just, uh, you know, just dot heaven, you know, just Instagram model heaven, you know, just a false validation. Facebook, people, just people being nosy, you know. I only really use it for Messenger, but it, it's just social media is a good tool if you have you know if you're a content creator if you're an influencer well that's a double-edged sword because you can be an influencer and you can influence people to do bad things but that's you know that's with a lot of things like people have that tool and they can use it for good they could use it for evil and you know that's where we're at and you know a lot of these social media sites like it's it's funny that for 
and again, I'm all over the place and I apologize, but just, you know, we're, we're, we're going to get to it. Um, cause I, I really want to touch on this a little more towards the end. Cause I do want to talk about the other stuff, but since it's, it's already got the horse moving, so we might as well, but it's funny how we're hearing all these talks about, um, these, as they call it, alt, you know, alternative media, you know, alt sites, alt right. Um, it's just it's funny how many years ago uh, we were fighting the war on terror, so we were, you know, we were facing enemies uh, on domestic, um, excuse me, on foreign soil, right? We were facing enemies on foreign soil, and now we moved away from you know uh men in turbans and uh fighting in the middle east you know that 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 was there were pawns those people were used as pawns you know and it's just it's sad to say but it's true and now there's no longer you know brown people or, you know, people from, you know, the Middle East. It's no longer about that now. Now it's, now the enemy is domestic. It's uh, white nationalists. And they will use, it doesn't matter if it's uh, people from the Middle East, white people, black people, Hispanic people, you know, even Asian it doesn't matter. They will use, and when I mean they is the powers that be, they will use groups of people as chess pieces. They'll move them, you know, like pawns. They'll move them one space. You know, you can, in the, when you play chess, you can move your, your pawn out of one space to two space in the beginning. But then after that, you basically try to, you know, get all your opponent's pieces. And we're being led, we're being moved around like little pawns on a chessboard. And it's, everything is about race, it's about politics, religion, uh, gender. And we're caught forever you know, perpetually caught in that trap, caught in that web. You know, first it was, you know, first it was, you know, when we were, before we were born, those who are listening that are much younger, you know, maybe your parents or your grandparents were around, but, you know, oh, the Red Scare, even before that, you know, Nazis, they, they were, you know, that was the whole thing. Then after that, after the you know the red scare with the communism then it became about um like i was mentioning you know middle east basically from the uh the 90s to the you know to the early mid late 2000s and even also we had a lot of domestic uh threats as well you know with uh you know Oklahoma City bombing as well so there's a lot of things, pawns being used, but the main things were, you know, com- you know the red the red scare, you know, communism. Then it was the Middle East, and then look, we win the Middle East. 
for a long time and then now it's domestic everything's gone domestic terror has gone domestic and now every every time you you flip on the news it's all domestic domestic threats domestic terror and then they are putting it as trump is inciting all this stuff when reality is just more of the same bullshit the same uh social control predictive programming you know and when you are aware when you see it's like oh that makes a lot of sense and again we're being played as pawns like this country has never been so divided ever ex now now i look at this country and it's like wow it's so divided it's freaking scary like never in my you know 30 plus years of living have i seen so much division and you know ever in the last year and change it's crazy and you got you got the media you have especially big tech. You know what they say, um, the media is the fourth branch and social media is the fifth branch of the government. Like, forget about uh, the you know, rule of law, court of law. It's just the court of public opinion and the court of the media. So anyone can say something and it's true regardless if there's proof or not. Because a lot of people say something that means it's true. So that's where we're at. And it's scary. You have, you have that power. You have that influence. And you can silence your political enemies. Like you, don't have to, you don't have to kill people. You can just silence them. Make sure that they can't work. Make sure that they can't have an opinion. Make sure you can't, they can't have a voice. You don't have to kill someone. There's no need. You know, because, you know, as they say... Killing someone is hard because you got to find a place for the body. But you can just silence someone. So even though they're still living, basically they've been blackballed. They can't do much of anything. And if there's someone of, you know, higher status, if you basically start them out, if you, like they're doing a Trump, if you cut ties with that person financially, you don't, if you're, make them to where they can't uh, do business, then that's a way to get them. If you shut them out, like they suspended, it, they basically banned Trump from Twitter, then that's a way to get, you know, to silence someone. Just cut them from the money, uh, silence them, and that's how you get someone. You don't need to kill. You know, that, you know, killing someone, dumping a body, that, that's a lot of work now. It's all done digitally. You cut them off, you silence them, and that's how you get them. So it's it's scary, and we're in, you know, 2000 and, 2021, 1984. It's just, it's, 2021 feels like 1984, really. And just, I hope people just aware that, you know, you can be celebrating, you could be like, yay, like, you know, you could, you could just be just doing jumping jacks and cartwheels and doing splits and, and all this stuff. And, 
you know, getting funny feeling in your, in, you know, in your pants. But just because it hasn't happened to you, as they say, it's all fun and games until it happens to you. And I hope that things can turn around. I hope that we can get into, uh, I really do sincerely hope that things can turn around, but it's going to get worse before it gets better, as they say. And this all stems from just the fact that we have this coronavirus and more about that later because that I have to talk about as well. But anyways, guys, um, I do really appreciate you. Um, usually I do the intro at the beginning, but, you know, you know, as they say, just just roll with it, you know. We're rolling with it today, so I do appreciate appreciate you guys. Um, of course, you can find me on, on my website at uh, RubenPrimeTV.com. Again, that is RubenPrimeTV.com. Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, Lord help me. Uh, 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 excuse me. Uh, Room Prime underscore three. And you can just, you know, I, I tweet here and there. Um, but I mostly, I just mostly just, I, I try not to be on Twitter so much, but it is what it is. Um, we're on there, so it is what it is. Try to be on social media as little as possible. Um, but when I post a new podcast, when I do live streaming, that will be on there as well and on my website. So those are the two places you can find me. I have other sites, but I'm not using them. Uh, fuck it, you know. Uh, and also where you can find this, you know, my podcast. If you found this one, you can, wherever you have, uh, if you, you're on Android, you're on iPhone, if you're using a web browser, uh, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Red Circle, I'm on it all. And just find me on just type in on your little search engines right there uh room prime podcast and just you can find my whole catalog so yeah just that's how you do it and also want to give some shout outs want to shout out um the film the film War boys podcast they're doing their thing uh there's two cats from uh from brooklyn there are two really dope guys. One of one of the hosts, uh, Floyd. I have I know him personally. Cool dude, very funny, very entertaining. And his partner in crime, uh, great insight. Uh, great. He has a a great uh, what is that word? Uh, dynamic. And that's why they work together so well. You got to have a great dynamic when you have a, you know, when you're doing a show with a co-host. You know, and I'm running solo right now, but when, I'm telling you, when you guys have, when you have someone, uh, you know, not well, not physically next to you, but, you know, on the airwaves with you, 
you were able to feed off of them, especially if it's someone that you know, someone that you can, you know, someone that you've known for a while or someone you had good chemistry with. Just like in wrestling, you you pair up two people that have great chemistry in the ring and forget about it. You're going to have a classic. So that's the same way we're podcasting. That is the same way we're podcasting right there. So, yeah. And um, also I want to give a shout-out to Drew Yari at the Drew Yari Show. Sorry, it's early in the morning. I'm running on fumes, but, (laughs) you know, screw it. Um, Shout-outs to Drew Yari. fellow podcaster he's more wrestling oriented and i used to do wrestling as well but um it's not it's not where you know to the point that i'm gonna do podcasts about it but i do watch and i do listen to podcasts and the wrestling in the wrestling realm so if you want to listen to a a cool podcast just check out my my friend the homie drew yari and lastly, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, The Four Kings, um, Super Free, Cosmic Kaiser, Follow Your Dreams, and one of um, the co-hosts of many episodes here on the podcast um, from days past when it used to be the Room Prime TV podcast. So shout-outs to all of them. And also Super Freak and Cosmic Kaiser, they have been on the podcast before when we used to do wrestling reviews and you know it was cool having them on in the beginning but yeah shout outs to them shout outs to the the four kings the layer of the four kings community and the discord and speaking of discord i have a discord i'm building it as i say you build it they will come and it's building i'm building it so people will start coming uh to that server and um i have all that in the description below it's uh the room prime experience so that's the name of the server um have all all the links below but yeah let's let's get into it so i know i started off with my little monologue about the capital and just everything that's been going on and just my thoughts but we're gonna uh elaborate more uh, at the tail end of this, because I'm trying to keep this, uh, you know, a, around an hour, and I have a little bit over 30 minutes, so we can do this. We can do this. So one piece of tidbit, this little tidbit of news here, I do want to talk about uh, bath water and when you think of bath water, you usually think of Belle Daphine. And she's in the news again recently because she's being canceled. And the reason why she's being canceled, uh, photos, of course, um, uh, photos of some trigger warning uh, worthy stuff. And of course, oh boy, um, again, this is what I was talking about earlier when I'm all for people posting what they want as long as it doesn't, uh, and I could say, uh, uh, you know, as long as it doesn't offend people, but 
you got to understand nowadays, you you post a picture of yourself, and and if the lighting is off, people will be offended by that. So no matter what you do, there's always going to be people that are going to be offended. There's always going to be people that are unhappy. You can't please everyone. That is true. That is also true. But if you go out of your way and, you know, bend, you know, bend your back, you know, break your back and just go above and beyond, you're not going to please no, no one because when you're trying to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. You have to understand that there's going to be people that are going to be unhappy regardless. So with Belle Daphine's uh, situation, and I'm going to get into it, she basically posted some uh, trigger warning worthy stuff. Uh, and she, as you know, Belle Daphine is a, a nude model, porn star, adult film star. And we know when it comes to the world of, you know, adult, adult videos of, uh, you know, the world of porn stars, there's a lot of just, uh, boundary breaking stuff. You have a lot of, a lot of things in porn that are, um, very subjective and very, uh, you know, just trigger warning worthy stuff, of course. So to, you know, for people to be offended by this, like you gotta understand, like that's what porn usually is. That what she did, um, posting, uh, uh, kidnapping themed photos and and things like that, and and simulating, you know, the word, you know, say the word, simulating rape. Um, again, nowadays everyone is gonna be offended because. When, when we want to just, just denounce everything and instead of having the context, this is what I feel the left and, and, and the right, just people in general, I hate saying left, even though the left at times, most of the time can be really, 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 really retarded. And what I mean by that, and you know, oh, he said he said that word. It's true. Like a lot of times, they tend to overreact. They tend to be offended by everything. They tend to just go off and not understand. Like, hey, there's some context. Like, relax, calm down, take a chill pill. And I feel that that is the main issue. Just the, the just the lack of self-awareness first of all and the fact that they're trying to be you know captain save a hoe and be about social justice but understand that there's some things that hey we're porn there's going to be some things that are risque that's going to be uncomfortable that's not going to be for everyone and that's okay when we try to police everything like i just feel like with people on the left with social justice warriors and funny they have no they have no context they have no self awareness and they just in their own bubble they own they're in their own freaking bubble and it's it's very sad you know cuz you know, being about social, social justice 
shouldn't be a bad thing, but when you lack, you know, comprehension and when you lack context, it's very dangerous. It's it's like wielding a knife and you're holding the knife at the sharp end. You know? It's like you're hurting yourself and you're hurting other people because you're flinging around that thing, poke someone's eye out, <laughs> you could you cutting up your hand, you know. But yeah, let's just get into it. Uh pulled up one of these articles from I have two articles just um picked up, but uh one from RT. Uh need uh and quote uh need a psychological evaluation. Twitter uh Twitter mob tries to cancel nude model Belle Daphine for kidnapping theme photos. Social media users are trying to cancel 21-year-old nude model Belle Daphne for publishing an explicit kidnapping-themed photo shoot, accusing her of glorifying and promoting rape and pedophilia. Oh, boy. They just, like, one... And it's the art. It's, it's not, you know, the person that wrote the article, but it's just these people on Twitter, man. Like... You know, I had conversations with, with friends of mine, and we always talk about the hypocrisy that we see when regarding this topic. You have people on Twitter. There's groups on Twitter. There's most likely forums. There's most likely, um, most definitely stuff on you know on the on the dark net about you know pedophilia and things like that, and people glorifying it. Uh, just people talking about, oh, it's okay to 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 like little kids and 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 be with little children, like like it's normal, like it's just drinking water. They 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 talk about it so casually, but yet that's fine. But someone that's you know of age, she's just older. She's older than eighteen years old. And you know, again, with porn, you know what it is. It's you're gonna have things like bondage. You're gonna have um, certain fantasies. You have, you know, rape fantasies. You're gonna have uh, rope play. You're gonna have these things. That's what's just many uh, categories and subcategories in, in pornography and in, in the adult film industry. You know, especially with uh, self shooters, um, people, you know, like, like Belle Daphne, and with the whole OnlyFans thing, which, you know, it's another topic for another day. But you have so many people doing this. But it's funny that people on Twitter are trying to cancel her because she's promoting rape and pedophilia, but yet you have people on that, that same platform that knowingly like knowingly we, we see it and they talk about pedophilia like like it's a good thing like it's all fun and dandy like there's nothing wrong with it but they don't they don't care they don't get canceled they're actually protected and you know i'm all for you know bell daphine you know doing her stuff of course i don't agree the fact that there's you know just a lot of simps and then she's wrangling them simps really good you know but that's just something personal just the fact that they have people simping for her and is giving her like 
just just their whole paychecks, their whole mortgages, <laughs> you know. That I disagree with, but I do agree with her being able to post what she wants. And of course, Twitter's very weird when it comes to you know, when it comes to, you know, adult stuff because you have just sections of Twitter when just nothing but just assholes just straight being posted, you know, just you know, full blown nudity videos, photos, and no one bats an eye. But it's just something for the Twitter mob to get angry at. So I'm just going to read this it's a little bit more, and we're going to get into the next thing. Uh, the controversy started after Daphne uploaded a preview, uh, NSFW, of her uh, perfect first date photo shoot on Twitter Tuesday, which included photographs of Daphne dressed up in a Lola style, tied up in the back of a car with tape over her mouth and engaging in sexual intercourse with a man in a, in a Bacava. I can pronounce that word against a tree. The photo shoot uh, proved popular, gaining over 57,000 likes. Also, sparked a wave of backlash from critics who accused Delphine of romanticizing rape. And you have tweets here from two users um, romanticizing rape to, uh, to your following is mostly, uh, mostly really weird men. Presenting as a younger girl, absolutely disgusting. You should be seeing yourself posting this. And yeah, to to be fair, Delphine, she looks young, and that's like the other thing. I'm like, hmm. There, there again, there's a market for that. I think it's weird, but of course, there's people who are into uh, women who look young. And I'm I'm not about that, but of course there's people who there's guys who who like that. And that's fine, just as long as it doesn't get in that realm of pedophilia, because of course you are scum. But of course, of age, if you're of age, she's of age. Like it's all good. It's just, that's just the world of porn. You have these fetishes and fantasies of course now not everyone's gonna agree or be into said fetishes but you just gotta know that they exist as long as not shoved in your face you should be good um then someone said uh trigger warning sexual assault yeah Belle Daphine is not trending again for some jokes or some bathwater she's trending again for fetishizing rape uh please be careful when looking through the tag and don't go and don't go through a page and look at the tw- the pin tweet. Well, of course, my whole thing is if something you see something you don't like on Twitter, don't click on it. Don't don't click on it, please. If that's what's aching you, don't don't click it. Don't look at it. Just move on. But I feel people in with their you know curiosity, it gets better. Them they they say, oh my god, like. Like, oh my God, what's this? And then you have people who knowingly don't like don't like a person, but they follow them. They will spend time digging at the digging through their tweets, looking at their tweets, you know, opening their tweets. And I'm over here like, 
why would you spend all that time on someone that you don't like? Why follow them online? If you don't like them, you know, unfollow them or, you know, mute them. I feel like people don't know how to use social media. They really don't know how to use social media. They just use it and they think that, well, whatever I see, I have, I mean, you have a right to not like it and to be offended, but that's one thing. But another thing entirely is to just mob, just this mob mentality. If you don't like something, keep scrolling. You know, just keep scrolling, just keep moving, just mute the person. If you want to follow them for whatever reason, but you, if you don't want to see their tweets, mute them. And again, this is people that do not know how to use social media. And that's a shame when technology is accessible, especially we have all this time in our hands, so we should be able to know how to use Twitter. But of course, not everyone knows how to use social media. And let's see. And then we have another another follow-up to that. Uh, Bell Daffing defends kidnapping picks after YouTube star is accused of promoting rape by triggered fans from the sun uh raunchy content creator bell daphine has refused to apologize after her fans accuse her of promoting rape uh the gamer girl who uh, garnered a huge following after posting saucy snaps and videos online was criticized for a recent set of kidnap role play role play role play role play i gotta say it again it's fucking role play people but understand, to be fair, there are things, of course, that will get people triggered. But that's why, if you know from this person, this content creator, she's known to post these type of things, or anyone, don't go and follow them. Don't click on that link. Don't click on the photos. Don't do it if it's going to trigger you that much. Keep scrolling down, you know? Okay, continue on. She wrote against, uh, she wrote alongside four photos, um, quote-unquote, my first perfect date with a heart emoji with the less than sign and <laughs> the number three. Because, uh, you know, this is an article, so there's no emojis on here. Come on, people. <laughs> um, the photos showed the content creator dressed up in a light blue, floral dress with tape over her mouth and hands tied up behind her back. And of course, she's not wearing underwear, but okay. We don't need to know that, obviously. Rope rope was tied around around a woman's ankles, wrists, arms, while she engaged in in a sex act up against a tree with a masked man dressed in black. At a 21-year-old a YouTuber, cosplayer, self-described gamer girl began trending on Twitter as fans accused her of promoting rape. One social media user wrote something about Daphne dressing up as a small child wearing baby clothes and playing with kid kid toys while also participating in promoting hardcore kink stuff such as kidnap, rape. Uh, or rape links just uh, knocks me as fucking sick. <coughs> Excuse me. Gotta edit that out. <laughs> uh, 
Sorry, but this shit should not be normalized. And look, like I was saying earlier, I do agree that the fetishization, my, okay, back it up here, Ruben. The whole thing with, with, this had to do with hypersexualizing, normalizing things like OnlyFans. You have a lot of girls, a lot of a lot of women, a lot of young, old women doing OnlyFans. So it's normalizing sex, is normalizing that, and then because of that, you're gonna have things that you know go through the cracks. You're gonna have these things being promoted and these things normalized or trying to be normalized. But of course, you know, you got to understand that there's in porn, there's role play. You have, you know, you have cosplay, you have uh, fetishes, you have fantasies. This, this is not new. This, this isn't new. This isn't groundbreaking news. This is something that's been, since porn was invented, you know. And while I agree that um, the whole thing where she's wearing baby clothes and playing with kids' toys, that's little. That's just a little odd. And of course, I'm not. I'm not into that. So I'm not going to go out of my way to seek that. And that's just how it is. I feel like if. If it doesn't float your boat, don't bother. But yes, it should be, it sh- it should be addressed. But to the point where you want to cancel someone now, because again, you have like really sick people out there that are actually, you know, uh, as my term, romanticizing these things, romanticizing pedophilia and 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 things like that, and those people get, they slip under the radar, you know, and it's because of, of course, we are normalizing sex, we're normalizing, um, like, the hookup culture, we're, we're normalizing a lot of these things, because with, with social media, with things like Twitter, especially Twitter, it's, you have it just bombarded, you have it sex you have all these things bombarded so of course you have people that think well since this is normalized then we can normalize this slide it in there it's like no no you cannot so it's uh it's just insane i'm gonna read a little more because um it's the point of this another added how can bell definitely not be permabanned she literally posted and a pretend child rape photo shoot in a horror stands or hyping it up and praising it. Um, quote unquote, uh, Twitter safety sucks. Someone posting child rape should be more than a sp- suspendable offense than spamming edits. I feel that's why Twitter is very inconsistent when it comes to its policies. Very inconsistent. Like, I don't need to say anything else. It's very inconsistent. You know, it's just insane. That's why I feel like things should be, with, with with things like that, I feel like there should be a, I don't know, like a safer work. There should be an option. Hey, like this post is 
uh, NSLW. Um, do you want to click it? But of course, it's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be a lot of posts, and that that comes its own issues. You know, policing content. You know, oh, what's NSL, what's considered not safe work? What, what's what's considered safe work? It, it's just a lot of things that creates more. Um, just uh, just open up a huge can of worms, you know. But at the end of the day, yes, it's it's weird. Some people find it offensive. But she's first of all, she's a porn star. That's what that's what porn stars do. You know, adult film stars do. There's categories and subcategories with this. We know this. We we should know this. And if you're not if you don't feel comfortable, if, if you don't like what someone posted, move on. Just, oh, whatever. Scroll down. You know, you have a right to be, you know, disgusted and whatever. But to just to just to constantly complain about someone that you don't like or constantly, it's just, it gets to the point, you know. And, of course, she's not apologizing. She's not sorry because she's getting all this all this heat and she's getting more more of more eyes on her so of course oh i'm as they say uh there's no such thing as bad publicity so that's why she's oh well like i'm not sorry you know she's getting more more eyes on her so at the end of the day i'm all for freedom of of speech freedom of, of expression but of course people are not gonna like everything that's fine and understand with the whole you know her dressing up as as you know a little child and that's weird i'm that's just again she's 21 years old but that's just weird to me that's just weird i know that weirds out a lot of people that freaks out a lot of people but i just for me i just move on i just keep scrolling i mean i don't follow her or have her on my timeline so that's you know that's why i don't uh you know i don't really care but i have been hearing about this since you know everything has been going on okay so that being said as people just keep scrolling something is something you come across something on twitter just keep scrolling please just keep scrolling okay so this is something I wanted to talk about because it involves one of my favorite foods, pizza. So, let's see. This, this again, more outrage, more fake outrage, more people trying to be Captain Save-A-Hole. And this article from We, we Are Res- Resonate. And it's from Global Voices on East Asian, East Asian Issues. So we already know what this has to do with. Anything but Chinese, Domino's Pizza, Slam for Racist Advert. And I'm just going to read a little bit and I'm going to give my, my uh, thoughts quick. Uh, single, single, singling us out is, is really necessary when our community is facing an uptick of racism. Uh, Domino's Pizza has been called out for 
a racist advert in the UK. In the advert, three women are are seen deciding on what to order when one says anything but Chinese. One woman suggests ordering Madagascar hum, hum, uh, uh, Madagascar food, but envisions the ordeal she will go through with the tracking uh, tracking the order. Commenters on the adverts YouTube clip called the pizza delivery service for singling out the Chinese. So let me just stop right there. I love Chinese food. Like, delicious. You know, I have General's Tao chicken. I have shrimp broccoli. Um, the shrimp egg roll. I had the dumplings. Um, shrimp lunch. I used to like shrimp, uh, the lo mein, but uh, it's like too heavy. But anything else, like fried rice or just plain fried rice. Uh, any seafood, uh, chicken wings. I love it. But after a while, you get kind of tired of eating the same thing because, you know, Chinese food is fast. It's it's, it's made to be made and prepared uh, quickly and delivered quickly. We, we know this. If you live in major cities, you know, especially in New York, like I'm a New Yorker and Chinese restaurants are a big thing in New York City, especially in the hood you know we have those really good chinese spots and they can definitely throw down the kitchen so we know this and sometimes you may want something a little different sometimes you know having having the combination the combination plate can be it can get kind of dull it can get kind of bland you know because you you have it you know often so for and that I seen the advert for people that are saying that this is racist, what Domino's is doing, it's not racist. It's just saying, well, anything but Chinese food, because maybe you never know. There in this this advert in this commercial, there's been we had this conversation. I know me and my friends when we we were you know at each other's houses and we we're like, oh, what are we gonna buy? What are we gonna order? And oh, we just got. We can get pizza, we can get Chinese, we can get Italian food, and especially ordering from these other restaurants. When you try to uh, make and prepare and deliver restaurant quality food, like, you know, like a, a bistro or whatever, it's going to take a while because there's nothing uh, pre-made, nothing that's that's fast. You know, it's, it's stuff that's cooked with fresh ingredients. You got to wait a little while. So imagine having that delivered because they said Madagascar, Madagascar food. Like most likely that's not food that's made, that's already pre-made, you know. Um, it's not fast food. So that's going to take a while. And we know this. We, and especially in day and age when we're, we're doing DoorDash and Uber Eats and things like that. We know this. It, it takes time. It takes little time to, to get restaurant-quality food. That's why I suggest learn how to cook. Learn how to cook if you don't know how to cook, you know. That's just always been my thing. And it's just something... It's just something that that shouldn't be blown out of proportion. I'm, I'm sorry to say. 
it shouldn't be blown out of proportion. Like, it already is because, of course, the outrage mob is here. The outrage mob is uh, here and here to stay, unfortunately. But we had, I know people listening, I know myself, we had conversations. Oh, what do we want to eat? Oh, we can get, um, we can get burgers, we can get McDonald's. I hate McDonald's now because I had it so much in the beginning of the pandemic. That tastes like cardboard. And even bef- and before that, I've I've never had McDonald's in like years. So when I had it, oh, you know, well, it's the only thing that's open now because we can't go out. Um, now everything's open, and then now, like it's just, it's cardboard to me. Like only in emergencies. Oh, I have some empty calories. Why not? You know, just something in my belly, and then I I will eat something better the next day. But just for now, I'm I'm hungry. I'm starving. I need something now. You got McDonald's. Whatever. But for this to say, for people to to say that this is racism, no. This is just people simulating, hey, why not get Domino's because it's faster. And yes, I've ordered Domino's. I, I haven't ordered it lately, but I've ordered it. And of course, it's it's quicker. It's 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 quick. I mean, there's nothing better than good you know pizzeria pizza but in the pinch dominoes isn't half bad you know you know it isn't half bad but you just have people going around saying that this is racist saying that this is oh uptick in racism you know that this no like it's people's interpretation but in my opinion, it's just people overblowing this, trying to just trying to reach, just trying to reach to the point that they outstretch their arm, you know. And I understand that there's issues of, of, of racism, but when you see everything as racist, I feel like that's the biggest problem. When you see every single thing as all it's it's. Oh, it's a microaggression. Oh, it's 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 indirect racism. It's it's uh, pseudo race. All these terms, because I feel like when it comes to to racism, a lot of times when pe- there's people out there that try to be, you know, against that they're trying to uh, battle racism, left, right, up, down, center, back and forth. This is usually the fact that a lot of times they're the racist and they're just trying to project their their racism onto other people. And they, they see something, oh, that's racist. Like, oh, I cannot stand for this. This is racist. And a lot of times they're the ones that are racist, which is, it's pretty sad, you know? It's, it's pretty sad when you when you see people's um, projection on, on stuff, you know? And... That's something that I'm, 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 I do not agree with. Just, just projection, self-projection, you know. And 
that's that's what the movement is basically the social justice movement it's just a lot of there's well-meaning people let me wrong do not get me wrong there's well-meaning people just like in any movement but you have so many that are just closeted racist and they want to call you racist all oh, oh race like look what they're doing with you know with conservatives and uh, libertarians and republicans you know what look what they're doing and i'm gonna get into that later but look what they're doing is usually the people that are crying racism are usually ones that are racist themselves so in the semi-main event we're gonna talk about parlor because we got we got to talk about this shit. So Parler, for those who don't know, Parler is a is a social media platform. It's mostly, well, I say was because it's, it's gone. It's, you know, just gone from the interwebs. It is a social, alternative social media platform. And I'm going to say this very quick because I don't want to, go over um when the left was saying hey like like you know get out our get out of get out of twitter like you know make your own and they tell us all they tell people oh make your own you make your own platform make your own social media and then they do you see conservatives they do and then when they do it's like oh well we got to ban that too and it's crazy. They they tell you, get out of here, get out of my lawn, go make your own, and then they go and do their own. And that's not enough. All oh, it's just you give people an inch, they take a mile. When you appease the mob, you give them a little bit, they want more and more. And after you gave them everything, they still want more. They still want more. And they won't stop. And with with Parler, and this has something to do with with, with um, what I'm talking about with the capital and everything. So they arrested people that were involved in the capital siege, riot, insurrection, whatever they want to call it, because it seems like. We're we're afraid. We're, we're clutching our pearls, as a lot of a lot of people in the libertarian movement, people in the in common sense, saying, "Oh, cl- uh, clutching our pearls," you know, they're, they're clutching they're clutching their pearls, you know. But all of twenty twenty, when cities across the country, not just in one or two cities across the country, burned to the ground, looted people a lot of people injured a lot of people died extensive property damage and then of course you have people saying oh no it's just a building it's just a building you know they they're basically saying fuck you to the mom pop stores fuck you to uh, people's neighborhoods but when something happens at the capitol oh my god like don't attack our temple but you know we we can have you know, everything in, in our neighborhoods fucked up. You know, I was the 
back in June of last year, I was at work in the city. And when I heard that they were rioting and looting in Manhattan, you know, by around Penn Station, you know, 34th Street, 6th Avenue. And when I, I something told me, listen, Ruben, yeah, I get the hell out of the city. I get the hell out of Manhattan because you never know what's going to happen. And luckily where I work that, it's below ground, but you never know. You can never, like, be too secure. You can never be too careful. When I love cops all over the place, people running like crazy, there was a dumpster on fire, there was a cop car on fire, and it had graffiti on it, of course. And coworkers that had left before I did, they were showing video. They, they sent video to us that was at work with everything that happened. And I was like, I got to get the hell out. And I'm glad I did. Went back to work the next day, and everything boarded up from around Penn Station all the way down, uh, all the way down to um, uh, to uh, on 34th Street, you know, from past eight, from 8th Avenue down all the way down to 6th and even 5th Avenue. 6th Avenue was, and Broadway was, forget about it. So when you have people, and the, base, the point of the story is everything was looted, everything, you know, in Herald Square, Macy's, all these other stores, just looted, got it, and people was like telling me, even some people that I know, they were saying, oh, well, they're just buildings, they got insurance, fuck it, but I was upset because the point is that we're okay with destruction. We're okay with with this senseless violence and destruction because it stopped becoming, it stopped being about someone dying by the hands of police. And also with that, like, of course, they will take a story, they'll spin it to make it political or racial. Because the way to divide people is through race or through politics or religion. So they turn that into about basically race. When we know with George Floyd and that, that officer in question, he was, they knew each other and they had beef. And there's something that we don't know that went down. And even people that in the neighborhood were saying, "Well, no, this wasn't, this wasn't uh, racially motivated. It's personal. Like they have beef." Because that officer in question worked at the nightclub where um, George Floyd frequent, and we parade, we we glorify the wrong people, we destroy our own our own shit, we destroy our own um, communities. People say, "Oh." fuck these businesses, whatever. But when they start going to people's people's homes, going to people's neighborhoods, destroying, burning things down, everyone suddenly shut the fuck up. And yet the people on the left just being okay with that. They were okay, oh, just burn it down. They were AOC was even saying, telling people what to do 
just basically saying, oh, well, you know, you know, wear, you know, wear covering, you know, wear a mask, you know, uh, to cover, you know, to cover your face, uh, have cash on you, don't have any identification, things like that. Don't have anything that they can trace you with. Like, but then what happened at the Capitol, while wow, it's deplorable, it, it was insane. And of course, it happened on my fucking birthday. Of course, it's either a snowstorm or a shitstorm. And uh, last Wednesday was a shitstorm. And, you know, what happened that day was insane. And you have AOC. Oh my God, I'm I'm afraid of my, I'm afraid for my life. And of course she does have a right to be afraid for her life, but at the same time, she's not helping. She is not helping. But my point is you have people in 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 big tech and politics, celebrities, influencers going along with it. Yeah, like destroy it all. Even there were there were people, I think it was Madonna, she was like, oh, we got to you know, destroy the White House, burn it to the ground. But that's okay. But, oh, my God, someone, there's a siege at the Capitol. Insurrection there was no insurrection. There was no insurrection. There was just people went in, and the cops were letting people in. And with with what's been coming out that basically there was some ops going on that day that there were people posing as Trump supporters there were uh, there were teams in there because they were trying to set up something bigger and of course you know they, they, they took advantage of the fact of people dressing up as Trump support, posing as Trump supporters, and you had some crazy, whacked out Trump supporters. Listen, doesn't matter if the left or the right, you're gonna have a, a lot of crazies. Doesn't matter if it's the left or right, you're gonna have crazy people regardless of what side. But to just to demonize everyone else that didn't go to the Capitol, you're gonna demonize people that. Weren't even, weren't even in the Capitol that day, and you're telling them because of what happened, because of your, of your politics or your political affiliation, because of because of who you voted for, because oh, I have questions about the election, the integrity of the election, and watch Twitter or or YouTube will send you something the mouse saying oh, you're your thoughts are false. Or they will send you like an email, oh, your thoughts are false. Uh, the election is true and fair and blah, blah, blah. Like basically telling you, you can't think what you're thinking. You know, you're, you're being told basically people that, that weren't there, weren't at the Capitol, and have nothing to do with what happened. People that were, that went to the rally but nowhere near the Capitol, they get banned. You know, they get they get attacked, they get banned, death threats, they get fired from the jobs. That's scary. 
That's fucking scary. But yet, you have people dancing, doing cartwheels. It's it's insanity. Insanity if I've ever seen it in my life. And you just have people just, you know, just wanting more. Oh, we, we got, this isn't enough. This isn't enough. We got to do more. It's like, well, you people, like, I, I swear, like, this derangement syndrome that people on the left have. And on, on the right, too. There's derangement syndrome on all fronts, but with the left especially, because they want to be, they want to play victim, but also being the aggressor. You, they attack you, and then as soon as you call them out, oh, hey, I'm the victim, I'm the victim, what are you doing? Like, why are you attacking the victim? It's that same trope, it's that same tactic. I hate it. I really do. And... That day, when I was mentioning earlier that something in my gut told me that something was going to happen, that something crazy was going to happen, and there, there's footage of people that were at at the you know at the rally and they were, you know, around the white around the Capitol building, excuse me, and they were peaceful. It was like, oh well, of course, there's always going to be. A few whack jobs. It was going to be a few crackheads. It was going to be a few just assholes, you know, you know, doing shit. But of course, when all that's going on, as they call it, the fog of war, because we're in a war. We're in a we're in a culture war, in a cold civil war. And it's scary. Like I, I want to be fucking wrong. I want to. I want to I wanna say here, oh, well, you know, things will go back to normal. Things will get better. But I can't. I fucking can't. Because I, I'll be lying to myself. I'll be lying to the people I listen to this. And I don't have no pol- political affiliation. I'm all about peace, justice, you know, actual equality to a point because... Listen, we, we can try for things to be equal, but with the system that we have in place, it ain't happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. But, you know, I just want to be left alone. I don't want to bother people. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to bring harm to people. I just want to live my life, do what I had to do to survive. I don't want to infringe on people's rights. I don't want to tell people, oh, you can't have a social media. Oh, you can't tweet. Oh, you can't say this. You can't do that. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that guy. But it feels like people on the left, they enjoy that because, of course, they have the the cultural upper hand. They have the political power. They have the social power. You know, and I say one thing about the Republicans. They're tone deaf because we're not going to, we're not gonna, um, you know, get, they're not off the hook, you know. They are tone deaf all these years and a lot of things. And when it came to culture, they were very, very, you know, tone deaf. Instead of embracing it, they were like, nope, it's very cookie cutter, bland, boring, and, and that's. That's why they have no power. 
because they reject the culture. Imagine if, if both sides, but of course when you have the powers that be just, just setting up the vision that every road with financial, political, racial, social, socially, it's no wonder all this is going on. Then you add a, then you add a pandemic on top of everything, right? It's no way that in a, in a perfect world, things, you know, things will be like this in a perfect world. But, you know, I, I do hope that things will get better. But it's just, I just want peace. Like, these big tech companies, Twitter, Facebook, Google, it's very scary when they have the power to tell you, oh, you can't, you can't post. You have, regardless of what you think about the president, when, when you're basically told that you cannot, you cannot talk when you don't have any, when you cannot express yourself, when you cannot communicate with people. And then those group of people are told, well, not only are we not going to hear your, your grievances, we're not going to hear you, we're not going to present whatever evidence or, or have the evidence shown. We're just going to prevent you from talking at all. That should be scary, not only to other, uh, you know, people on the right, people on the center, people on the left. You know, it should be scary to everyone. That one one side can be silenced, and then all this talk about oh, just white nationalist, white supremacy, right? Again, all these people that are yelling racism are usually the ones that are racist. I've learned when people tell me to panic. When they tell me, oh, like the the end is the end is nigh, the end is near, blah blah blah. A lot of times it's not. It's the opposite. But then when they tell you, oh, everything is fine, like for example, with the riots when they were going on in Minneapolis, there's like, oh, like there's mostly they're mostly peaceful protests, and behind him was a building on fire, and people running around looting. Oh, it was a mostly peaceful protest, and I'm like. All right, they really think we're idiots. The the media, you know, M- NBC, CNN, even Fox to a degree, because Fox, they sold out. All these media outlets, they think we're idiots. And I don't know what they're going to do now, because now that Trump is out of office, what they're going to talk about? They're going to back to talking about you know, celebrity gossip. They're going to talk about bad comedians, unfunny comedians. Well, how can you be an unfunny comedian? If you're a comedian, you're usually funny. But you have just talentless people, people that have no sense of humor, nothing about, nothing interesting about them. That's, that's what you're going to have to talk about now. But, I mean, of course you have, you know, the impeachment hearings, even though, 
basically done. He just has a week left, and that's it. And it's like, well, we don't want him to run for president. We we want we want him to to have no no presidential pension, no secret service, and the ability to never to not run in twenty in the ability to in not to hold any any uh political office and it's like again give an inch they take a mile and it's scary it is very scary but at the end of the day um in closing and i didn't get to talk about the parlor um I actually I'll talk about it now. Just for just for a few. Parlor CEO um goes into hiding over death threats. Company says as it seeks to seal employment info in court battle with Amazon. Of course, they're gonna they're gonna try to get they're gonna get the the employee info and then they're gonna dox these people and that's the other thing. Because you side with with someone that you don't like, they will not only attack you, they will cancel you, they will dox you. It's insane. But then whenever, whatever chance they get, they will cry about, oh, I've, I've been doxed. Or again, victim, they, they're playing the victim. How can you be the one holding a knife against my throat but then saying that I'm attacking you. You're the one with the knife against my throat. If I move, you cut my throat. But then you're calling me, you know, you're saying that you're the victim at the same time. It doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, but going to read this very quick. The CEO of Free Speech at Parlor has reportedly fled his home due to death threats amid what his lawyers called a vilification effort by Amazon. The tech giant accused plat- the platform of allowing violent content before dropping it. And also, this I forgot to mention, the people that organize the riot, the siege at, at the Capitol, they weren't from, they weren't from Parler. They are from Facebook. But of course, they need they need to get rid of this platform so that way people have no speech. And then oh, we go we go to this this app, we go to that app, and they get rid of it too because they don't want conservatives, Republicans, people on the right to have a voice. And it's scary, you know. Again, I'm all for free speech. And on Twitter, you have people, like like I said earlier, you have people which, you know, just blatantly get sending people death threats. You have people on Twitter that glorify and talk about pedophilia. You know, and, and not Bell Daphne, but actual fucking pedophiles. Criminals. You know, Thugs, gangbangers, all these type of things. And we know these people, but no, they're, they're, they're cool. But oh my God, we, we got to 
we gotta ban so and so from we gotta ban parlor because so and so like it's, it's crazy and there's extremists on on facebook which where these people organize organize this but nope we're not gonna ban facebook of course because they're they're the one of the the giant big tech companies they're not gonna ban twitter i, I wish they banned twitter and facebook because there's a lot of shit that goes on there that, that goes unchecked it's insane it's crazy the, the amount of shit that goes on, on that website but of course you can't say nothing because of course they had the keys to the gospel it's crazy i'm just gonna read a little bit of this uh the motion uh cites parlor ceo uh declaration uh many parlor employees are suffering harassment hostility fear for for the safety that uh that of their families and in some cases have fled their homes uh their home state to escape persecution it's i swear like when i say it, it feels like 1984 it is and you know people want to talk about all this this white supremacist nazis and things like that like yeah like we're we're all this stuff going on people being uh fear of people being uh being afraid for their lives and feel like they feel like they're being persecuted or actually are being persecuted like it feels like you know fucking nazi germany if you're not down with the ss if you if you're undesirable then they're gonna get you and that's so weird to say but of course these people do not know history you have these people that think that they're doing something right but all they're doing is just pushing us closer to the edge. That's all they're doing is pushing us closer to the edge. And it's crazy. It's it's just to to think that that's normal, that this shit's normal, like people are okay with this. And of course, to be fair, there were instances of Republicans doing this as well. Let's not, let's not, you know, get all, you know, because I remember the time I definitely remember, and not to quote Michael Jackson, the Santa Michael Jackson song, but, um, you know, this, it's all this censorship, all this um, suppression of speech. If they, if it was on the other, if, if it was reversed, it was the mainline Republicans doing this, of course, well, I'll have a fucking fit. But all this time, you had people just going off for four years, salty that Trump actually won, because people thought, "Oh well, who know who who is Donald Trump?" And they they're scared. They were scared, and they were yelling at the rooftops. They were triggered. Made up this whole thing with RussiaGate. Made up this whole investigation, and then it turned up to be bullshit with the whole russia gate thing including with russia uh to to uh you know turn the election which ironically enough they did this time around in 2020 but if you say that all oh, your oh your band you you know you you're you're thinking 
you're, you're thinking thoughts that you shouldn't be thinking. But it's true. Again, the side that's usually yelling, that the sky is falling, that people are racist, that people are this or that. Usually the ones that are, are the ones that are perpetuating it. They're the ones who are guilty, upset thing that they're accusing the other side of doing. It's crazy. And I just hope things get better. I really do. When you have people fleeing their, their home state because of uh, a fear of persecution, when they're getting death threats, it's, it's sick, man. I don't wish that on, on anyone. I do not. I do not wish that on anyone. It's it's scary. And I hope that things will get better. I really do. But, you know, this is where we're at. And we just got to wake up and be informed and be aware. But this is going to, again, like I said earlier, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I do not want a civil war in my hands. I really do not. Because we're already in a, been in a long culture war. And we're in a cold civil war. And people, there are a lot of people on both sides are not helping matters. They're they're making things worse. They are getting to the point where, like, I feel like something could happen in the next couple of days. I hope not. I just I just want people to be heard. You know, people have the right to to their opinions. People have the right to to speak freely and express themselves freely. To, to live their life, have a living, to be left alone. But, you know, like I said, there's two types of people in this world. People that just want to be left alone and people that do not want to leave you alone. And I just want to be left alone. I, I, want to, I want to leave people alone unless they invite me over, you know, for a drink, to chill, um, you know, play some multiplayer games. You know, I don't want to bother people. I'm I'm not about just harassing people and persecuting people, you know. But this is where we're at now. You know, this is where we're at now. Um, But, yeah, guys, and again, I try to, I really try to make this less than an hour, but uh, I failed. It's just stuff that I need to get off my chest and just report them some news. But yeah, this is where we're at, and um, we're at we're we made it to the end of the show. So I'm, I'm glad you guys. Um, if you listen all the way through, you're awesome. You're amazing. Um, in the future, in the near future, I do want to do more live stuff. Uh, of course, this is pre-recorded, but I do want to do <laughs> do <laughs> a little mature there, Ruben. I, I do want to uh, record more live shows. Um, and I'm trying to get that going very soon. And, of course, you got to be careful what you say because it, it's just crazy. But I don't care. What, what said is said. If anything that I said was incorrect, challenge me. We can have a conversation like like adults. We don't need to be name calling this and that i'm all for i'm i'm reachable on twitter you can follow me on twitter you know i hate twitter but you know it's there room prime underscore three my website at room prime tv.com 
you know. You can find my podcast on all major podcasting hosting platforms. You know, if you if if you know you have Spotify, listen to me on Spotify. If you if you have an iPhone, we most definitely have um, Apple Podcasts. If that's not a, that's not your cup of tea or cup of coffee, Google Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Red Circle, which is the home of the Room Prime podcast. So, you know, take take your pick, pick your poison. So, that's where we're at, guys. Be safe. I'll be back, as the Terminator will say, and I will see you next time. Peace. Peace.